everyone. Welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, uh, Rob and I are trying to get the show off the ground. Rob's disconnected. He may be dis he may be connected via mobile technology right now. So if if, right. if, if you shudder, we know that uh, AT and T is not delivering. I'm in a good spot, so it should be okay. All right. <clears throat> we'll keep our fingers yeah. crossed here. So everyone, welcome to the show. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you good. So awesome. awesome. Well, as we were just chit-chatting before the show started, 33% of podcast users are more likely to drive, or is it 37, likely to 39%. drive a... 39%. Oh, 39% are likely to drive... More likely to be driving a hybrid vehicle. <laughs> somebody, somebody Google what the national average is for people driving hybrids, and we'll see what the delta is there. <laughs> well, uh, Rob, uh, we were... I, I forgot on the last show when we had Adam on, which was, by the way, it was a great show. Right. And I got a lot of, a lot of good feedback from it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we actually got a sponsor request, so I haven't responded to that yet. So we got a sponsor request for the show and wow. you saw that email, right? I did. Okay. So we'll see how much they're willing to pay. Maybe you and I can make a few bucks, but, uh, I had to take a look at the product and I'll be responding to them probably tomorrow. But, um, anyway, we, I forgot the 4th of July was Saturday and I texted you Friday night. I'm like, dude, it's the 4th of July tomorrow, no show. So here we are. I was all ready to go. So we could have done it, but that's okay. Well, I was, I was burgers and hot dogs about the time we would have done the show. So mm. I kind of forgot. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. It all, it, it, it all worked out. Yeah, and Mike, my, my uh, I had a power outage here, and I haven't reset the clock. So uh, it is six twelve on four in the clock, but it's not. We're we're here at three in the afternoon on a Wednesday. So, um, but <laughs> hey, Rob, I'm excited. No, I'm really, really excited. You know why? Why? At some point, potentially, we're going to get rich. Are we potentially we're going to get rich? Really? Well, rich, really? Okay. Yeah, because serious. You and I are. Yeah, someday you, you and, and I are going to get rich. Get rich. Of course, I don't know how much wow. stock you've got in all the twenty-five podcasting companies you've worked with, but at some point, someone's going to come try to buy us because Sirius just dumped a big, big dump truck load of cash. $300 million acquisition of Stitcher, which includes Midroll, which includes Earwolf. Kind of a risky buy, if you ask me. I would say so, considering that's a nice uh, little return on investment um, in a general sense well, compared to what they actually bought the pieces for. So, <laughs> Rob McCracken and the Scripps team, congratulations. Right. Someone right. was telling me Rob is not at Scripps no more, but I went to look at his LinkedIn right. and, and he's still at, where's he at? He's, he's not with Scripps. So his LinkedIn is not up to date. Right. He just didn't update it. Where'd he go? I don't think he's landed anywhere yet. He missed out. He was part of their acquisition team. So. Yeah, he was. Wow. Well, anyway, congratulations to the Scripps team. Right. And I know Rob was in that initial buy when they bought that. Well, so. if you look at the the individual pieces of what they what 
was put out, at least what the rumors were about what the transaction amounts were for, if you look at the big pieces, right? You look at um, Stitcher, how much they pay for Stitcher. The, the, the talk of the town is like four and a half million, right? something like that. Yep. And the talk of the town is they paid about 50 million for mid-roll. Those yep. are the two big pieces, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's about 50, 54 million yep. that was spent to buy the key assets that were then sold for supposedly about 300. So that's a 250 now, 50 some, 244 million, 246 million fat, big smoking paycheck for scripts. And they were supposedly making it's a fundraise is what I would call it. It's a fundraise for their other businesses that they're trying to, you know, so yeah. they, but they were making supposedly $75 million a year. So that means I guess that's gross. So who that's knows? Mainly what, from from the 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 ad sales, the side. ad that's sales, mid roll side, right? So, so you know, considering, let's take fifty percent off for you know, you, you don't you don't clear seventy five million. Let's say they cleared thirty five. So mm-hmm. uh, looks like to me that Sirius paid about eight nine times, and just and we're just throwing numbers out. This means nothing. Eight nine right. times, eight nine ten times revenue. Yeah, I think that the number that I saw was around, I don't know, 15 to 17 million in, in excess um, revenue after all expenses. Whoa, right? only 15? So they paid. Well, 17, 15. Okay, so like they that. paid 20 times revenue. Actual, yeah, profit. Profit, 20 times profit. Right, right. right. And four times revenue, yeah. Right. Holy right. smokes. Sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me well, up. You know, I, I will. I will retire I mean, to some place. Million is is a pretty good revenue number. Yeah, right? it's a great revenue number. But for an ad sales company. But when you only have fifteen million in profit, then if that's the number, it's not yeah. so pretty anymore. It's not as pretty. And to think that they got three hundred million dollars on a company right. that had fifteen million dollars profit. Scripts, you guys, man, I, I want. Hey, your M and A team needs to talk to mine because I need to figure out how to get that kind of multiplier. Uh, yes, indeed. Especially on inventory that could leave tomorrow, because mid roll that revenue number is fully contingent on mid roll continuing to knock it out of the ballpark. Yeah. So look what Sirius has bought. They they they've been like. They've been like a sailor on Shirley. They've been spending some money. Right. They, they, they got simple cast a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I, and I heard a little bug saying that there may be more, <clears throat> more to come. <clears throat> Did we hear what they bought simple cast for? Has that been announced? Did we hear that number? I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything. So there's a bug that they may be buying more. So you guys are gone to uh, Sirius. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> and you wouldn't I don't know. I, I don't know anything other than that there may be more <clears throat> acquisitions. Coming. Well, you wouldn't be able to say anyways. You couldn't even say there was a bug because you would be uh, an SEC violation. So we know it's not Libsyn that's being bought. So who, I couldn't who, imply that. Right, because so, you, would, you would be in trouble. And I'm not implying okay, that. Okay, so, yeah, so he is very clear about that. He's not <clears throat> implying that. Cause that's, yeah, that's bad. So, um, right. 
So just so everybody's clear, Rob is not implying that. No, <laughs> you see, you see, you No, nothing. Well, they're not buying us, so it's it's not us. <laughs> right. Holy smokes! I'm, you know, that's just I just love these evaluations and sales. It just it just does my heart. A lot of good. Well, I think it's safe <laughs> to say that there's a lot of um, companies that are available, right? Let's just put it to you that way. A lot of companies that are not doing so well that are available? Mm, I don't know that I would put it in quite that. Um, everybody's couch. available if they come with a big yeah, enough so I was checkbook. Say everybody's, yeah, I mean, each company, if you look at each one of them, they're actually going to be more or less healthy right uh i can't make a generalized statement that the whole industry is unhealthy i just i would say that there's not a lot of podcast companies that are cash positive what i might say right oh yeah you think they're cash positive right you think most are no no i i don't think most are what i'm saying really i think i think um many are still you know still limping along you know i think a few are doing doing well i i don't think that it's you know especially after this covid thing i, I think that there's been some struggles the podcasting space rob is on fire it is but that doesn't mean that um all the companies in the space are making lots of money hmm. well we know I, that a majority of this massive growth of podcasting is going right in and going right out as pod killed or pod pod anchored or whatever we want to call it. Yeah. I mean, if most of the new podcast growth that we're seeing is coming out of free platforms like anchor, there's no, there's no revenue out of that. Right? No, there's no, there's no revenue and there's no largely no, you know, it's 90%, you know, <laughs> And for those Which, of you that were listening, I was just faking a flushing of a toilet. Right. Right. And that gets back to a little bit of feedback that I got, you know, on what Adam was saying on the last episode, right. About, you know, uh, Spotify is spending a lot of money here. Uh, Sirius is spending a lot of money there in the hopes that there's, there's uh, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow here that we haven't found yet. And you know what happens when there isn't a pot of gold? Yeah. That's not pleasant. <laughs> so I think well, you have to ask the question, you know, uh, scripts did this, right? Yeah. Sure. It was a great cash raise for them, but why did they bail? Cause essentially they bailed on the podcast industry, right? Yep. And they're, they're a big player here up until this week. Right. And what does that say about their podcast? Well, what does it say about Sirius who is, you know, they have a still, well, they got more debt now, you right. know, cause I'm sure that wasn't a cash deal. Maybe it was. Well, if it was cash for to get the cash, I thought Sirius had like several billion dollars of, you know, they, they're not, they restructured, but they still are not like, they don't have right. a pile of money laying around. Well, neither does Spotify, right? Well, uh, I think Spotify, well, I don't know. I don't know what those deals, I'm sure those were cash deals. Right. 
So who knows? I, I'm it is one I mean, to wonder. The terms were not really fully disclosed, so we we, we don't right. know we how don't much know. stock was involved or how much equity had actually transferred at various stages. It, it, you know, we just don't know the terms. And, and we know Spotify has been incredibly profitable. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what can you? I mean, yeah, I mean that. That's the truth of the matter. I mean, podcasting industry is doing well, but yet we're still at the beginning stages of this being <clears throat> what I would call a wildly successful financial right. industry, right? Yeah. From the standpoint of, I mean, we still have, a re- have yet to reach a billion dollars in ad sales, which you and I have been saying for a long time that it was questionable whether or not we were going to hit a billion dollars in the time frame that they were. Yeah. The time that people they were, were talking. projecting, right? Right. <clears throat> and what we said has come true. And be careful what you wish for, because it was just announced today that uh, $20 million is going into Spotify exclusive podcast. And so what does that mean? That means, okay, does Spotify have enough inventory to sell $20 million worth of sales? Number one. Number two, if they're bringing $20 million worth of that in, what happens next? And here's my prediction. podcasters. This is my little red book. Get my little red book out here. Todd's prediction is they're going to be running ads against your content and you're going to get nothing. Well, that's been tried before, Todd. Oh, it's, I have no doubt that it's going to happen. Right. Because they're paying those that they feel are worthy of being paid and the rest are going to probably get nothing. Maybe. And I guess as an industry, you know, this question was raised to me is, um, where do we stand around podcasters getting some sort of a royalty on content that they, they produce from all these big platforms? Is that something that we as an industry want to push for? Like what happened with music or like what happened with, you know, other things. We talked about that on the show before Adam's show. So, oh, someone actually talked to you about that after we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, Actually, really? I, well, that could be a little bit why, um, I, I did an interview on another podcast, um, yesterday and that topic came up on that, that particular interview talking about, you know, what's the balance here, right? Um, there's a lot of, you know, you look at the Joe Rogan deal, that's a hundred million dollar deal, right? Yep. That's an example of a licensing deal that's yep. based on scale, right? Yeah. Or is these licensing deals going to be only offered to the really big shows or is there going to be some, uh, you know, um, okay. Access royalty that's going to be paid on all content. I'll answer that right now. Yes. And no, yes. The big shows are going to get deals and the little shows are going to say, go away. Well, because a lot of these big platforms are, are going to look for scale where the value is. Right. So, a lot of small shows that have, you know, hundred downloads or something like that. Um, I, I don't know if those shows are going to equate the motivation on the part of one of these big music platforms to get into a licensing deal. Is it, is it worth it for them? Is it, you know, is it micro payments that we're talking about now? Right, right, right. Um, and, and that, I mean, that's part of a question that the industry needs to. So grapple with on here. this interview you were on, did they, were they worried about this? Yeah, I think it's the, it's the balance between the power of the bigger 
bigger podcast networks, the bigger shows, whatever, against the um, the smaller content producers. Um, you know, I know it's one of the issues that I'm wrestling with with the with the podcast academy is how do we keep the balance in this industry in place? This industry was built on indie podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that necessarily music was built on indie podcasts or indie music producers, but this medium was. So does that mean that we we move on from, you know, embracing indie producers and keeping them on a level playing field with everybody in the space? Um, and does that equate to monetization or is that just limited currently now to access to audience? And well, that's where the value equation comes in for indie producers. For the analogy I want to use, I can't use. But we are, as indies, they are not, they don't care. We don't, we don't count. They don't, they don't, they they love having our content for free. And they love offsetting their bills for free. Yeah, because they're looking at it as micro niche content, which will aggregate. You know, I mean, I think one thing that we've always said on this show for a long time is that there's not a lot of duplicated audience across large groups of indie indie shows. So you can scale based on total numbers of indie shows. Yep. But it, but because each indie is so small, they can get away with kind of not getting into a royalty relationship. So what it also tells me about Sirius and thereby is they would not be doing this unless they are thinking ahead 10 years. I'm sure they are seeing dwindling number of subscribers. Well, they still haven't closed a deal with Howard Stern. He's a linchpin. It's serious. You know, it's a cost savings move too, right? I mean, we've been talking about that for a long time too. Um, you know, that's, that's where if, if they can convert listeners from music listening over to podcasts, they don't pay a royalty on podcasts, but ding, they do ding, on ding, 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 Cause we're all a bunch of chumps, ding, 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 and giving their, con- giving them our content for free. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Podcasters. So are going to say, ah, I'm on Sirius XM. Woohoo. You know, are, are we ultimately going to see, um, a stratification of levels, various levels of content producers based on audience aggregation, certain, I mean, as a, as an adjunct to advertising stratification, that's already been going on in the medium. Well, they definitely spending some money to do something and a big, a bit, you know, and a scheme of things, 300 million in a you know, a big conglomerate deal like that is, you know, not that much money, you know, for them no. that's, you know, well, they pulled together a lot of, a lot of technology and a lot of services and a lot of expertise in that deal. Yeah. I think. Yep. They did. But they didn't have before. Let's just call a spade a spade. So how they did got a lot of podcasting expertise in that deal? Yep. So now. They're going to roll that all together and we'll see how that looks in the end. But here we are. 
And I know we have a whole plethora of people that li- I know the Apple folks listen to this. I know oh, yeah. for, they, I know they listen to this show because I, you know, once in a while I'll get emails back from them on they, you know, send this to somebody or whatever. So I got an email from the Apple team just today. So yeah. So you know what is what is Apple thinking? And they they must be going holy crap. You know, here they have here they. You know, let's let's just take a walk back. Let's go back to 2005. Right. They had the vision to add podcasts, the iTunes at the time. Nobody else did. No one had did, and like, I'm sure except for Microsoft. Except for Microsoft, I'm sure that drove a lot of sales of iPods right. and iPhones right. and everything else. And uh, we've been tagging along on that platform, and pr- we're probably. The only medium, I don't know, is there any, is there any other medium on Apple that doesn't make them money? Music does, video does, apps does, hardware does, software does, subscriptions does. Every, they, you know, they, they've got handfuls of profit centers. Does well, pod- there's free apps. Okay, so, free apps well, they've got store, apps but- that are, but what does Apple make from podcasting well besides goodwill one difference if you look at the apple or android app stores is that they do charge for submission it's it's on 99 dollars a year this is rounding i know but it's some revenue okay but i mean so but the thing i'm really the point i'm giving making here is this is uh podcasting is not a profit center directly for apple apple. and they must be looking at this going well well, look what we help build and anyone who would say any different you can kiss my butt because they did it without apple we wouldn't be where we are right now at this space they're saying look at what we build and now people are building castles around us well if i go back and i think about what the what the motivations were uh for adding podcasts to music platforms i was in the middle of it um, back in that time frame, uh, working at Microsoft on Zune. Zune launched as a music service. They added podcasting. Well, why do they add podcasting? It's, it was very much the same reason that Apple did. It was a way to drive more content consumption on a platform that was pretty much predominantly music, right? So they're both listening to audio. They were looking to aggregate audience. They saw this upstart medium. There was no royalties. There was no, I mean, a lot of the same motivation that's going into there was There was no loss Spotify. for a minimal amount right. of investment in the scheme of their ecosystem. Right. right. But they didn't, there was a limit to how much they wanted to invest in it because there wasn't a return coming in from it. Right. Apple was limited based on that same model. Right. I struggled like hell with Microsoft. Right. Because. To overcome that. Yeah, because it was Problem. like, it's like, you're not making me no money. What are you doing for me today? How are you helping the stockholders? Oh, you're not, you go on the bottom of the budget development line. Right. Yeah. So I couldn't get any resources allocated really of any consequence to podcasting when I was at Microsoft. So this is, and it was because I was comparing it to, let's say a music store. Or I was comparing, getting compared to a TV store. That was generating right, millions revenue. of dollars in revenue, mm-hmm. right? So where do they where are they going to put their developer resource? Well, what we're seeing in the market today is 
these companies are investing in infrastructure, they're investing in developers, they're investing in marketing and promotions people, they're PR people. I mean, I mean, you look at what's happening, um, and the the software investment is significant. Um, they cost money to to have engineers work on podcasting, and then you see the the acquisition right thing, the, the millions of dollars that are being spent. There's a there's a growing expectation that these platforms are going to make money from podcasts. Absolutely, they have to. Right, and it somehow can't. this gets back to what you were just saying, Todd. That they they are going to they're going to force their hand in this. In uh, here's another thing too. Their initial play is obviously ha ha ha. We can offset music royalties and pay these pay these uh, people. These roy- how dare we have to pay them royalties? These music artists that have, you know, so they're getting screwed. Get away from that. They're getting screwed for every minute. For every minute a podcast plays, some artist, music artist, loses a penny or whatever it is. Right. And and but that's then business. Todd. That's I, mean, that, I know, I know, but business. but right. here we are. Work our content, yeah, it's free. They love to give it away. All they want is listeners. They want people listening. They don't care about making any money. Right. So we're just gonna we're just gonna make but, they're gonna we're gonna put this shiny lure out there that has a spinning logo on it of a distribution platform and say, You you come over here. Yeah. Come on over, Come over here. here. Come on over here. There's 150 million people. Come here. on over here, and we'll 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 get you a few listeners here or there, and uh, and you'll be happy, and and you'll shut up. <laughs> well, Todd, it is true that that a large percentage of the podcasting space doesn't care about revenue. They right? don't care. I mean, right, I, right, because either they're doing a branded podcast, they're doing a company podcast to support their existing business. Um, matter of fact, I was just talking about the possibility of launching, a, a you know, the podcast Academy podcast, um, that concept, you know, shows that are supporting other businesses don't necessarily have to make no. royalty revenue, right? but they're not necessarily it, the shows that are getting traction on Spotify either. Right. Right. That that's true. So, so that could be what the model winds up turning out to look like is that more and more shows that do have traction wind up getting into licensing deals. So, but as long as those shows are available in Spotify, there is no incentive to get into a licensing deal because they're already there. Right. The only other possibility is that these platforms do some sort of an, an ad revenue share, uh, on advertising. That would be the only other piece of this, right. That we might see. Yeah. Not going to happen. And, and, and the question on that is, is that what we've kind of seen to date is that revenue split is not very favorable to the <laughs> podcaster because it's not typically what they expect because they're getting CPM sitter for programmatic is caca, you know, so yeah, like you, you know, six, six dollars per thousand. So, you, you know, you might, you might get uh, 10 cents on a thousand or something like that. You might get a percentage or two. But, it's been more of a reverse of what typically been happening. It's typically those opportunities are starting to shape up to look like, you know, you know, inverse of what people are used to, you know, typically uh, ad revenue split for host read ads is like a 70, 30, right? 
Now, granted, there's a lot of variability in that too. I mean, some, like when I worked at podcast one, it was like 50, 50, right. But it depends on how much production the network is doing to support that. And you know what they're, you know, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but, but, um, typically it's a 70, 30 split. Um, what I think what we might see from a lot of these platforms is that will be reversed. (laughs) So, so what say you podcasters, do you care? Right. Is this, is you're like, okay, Rob, Todd, move on. Well, many podcasters are not going to care, Todd. I I agree 100%. Um, Probably the majority of podcasters don't really care that much. Probably 90% of them haven't even thought about this. Right. But there are certain shows that are in the middle tier um, that um, are going to care. And they have to make a decision here. Do they pull their shows out of certain platforms and wait for a deal or do, I mean, how do we, how would we even go about this when all these shows are freely distributed today? Well, uh, here's, we've made our bed because guess what? Everyone was chomping at the bit. They could not wait to get on these platforms. New platforms announced. What do we do? We get hammered. When are you going to make this available? When do you make this available? When do you make this available? And they're yeah. on and it goes silent and they're on and they're happy. And yeah. and so I guess what it really means, Rob, is that maybe, maybe we set our course uh, we've we've set our, and maybe what you and I are thinking about, it's that ship has sailed. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. I would tend to probably agree with that, that the, that that ship has sailed. So did we screw ourselves? I don't think we could have done it any different than we did it. When I, I just, yeah, I, I continue to go back this, this comment, this, this thing I had in the back of my head years ago, it was a, it, and I've told this on the show, I was at NAB and this guy comes up and he's like, I need content. I need content for my OTT system over in such a country. I need content. I'm like, well, there's podcasts are all open, open, freely available. And the guy looks at me like I was insane. What free? It's free. Right. I said, "Yeah, it's via RSS. It's free." Well, how would I get access to that? Well, you know, here, very, very simple. The website <laughs> free. And this guy was ready to write a check. He said, "How many shows do you have on your network?" I said, "Well, at the time, I think we had, I don't know, there probably was two hundred thousand podcasts or something like that. So we got two hundred thousand podcasts, but I don't own them. That's you know, I always say that's like a thing. I don't own them. We're just, we're just a syndicator." How much, how much do I have to pay you to get those? I'm like, I should have said a million dollars and just took the money and been quiet. But, you know, it's like, I'm like, well, it's, they're free. You can, you just get the feeds and you're good. And this guy, actually, he just about did backflips. He couldn't believe it. It's going to get free content. Free? He was shocked. Because guess what? In TV, what do they do? My my YouTube TV bill just went up to sixty three or sixty four dollars, and they added five S H I T channels, and my bill's going up fifteen bucks. And I don't want them, but if I want to keep YouTube TV, I got to pay the extra money. Right. I cut my ca- I cut my cord to get away from a high cable bill, and now YouTube is adding J U N K junk to that TV offering. And I can't say no, no, no. We right. in TV, you can't buy a la carte. The, te- the television executives say, "Well, yes, you can have our five channels, 
that and you how many subs do you have well okay you have this many subs he, he gets his calculator out does a little math calculation probably takes him about 15 mm -hmm. seconds he says you can have you can have all my channels for 6.95 a sub right and youtube goes do you make that six bucks and the guy right. comes back and says uh no oh, how about 7.50 and YouTube says, oh, okay, $7.50. And YouTube says, well, now, now I got a administrative fee I've got to add to that. So let me add $3 administrative fee per sub to manage that because I got to pay someone to do this reporting every month to this guy. And, uh, oh, by the way, we got two more channels and whatever. And, okay, so let's just raise it $15 for these five channels. It's the biggest snake oil stuff. So here we are as podcasters. And we're not even, we're not even, we're not even networked up. We're just like, yeah, yeah, you can have my content. Here it is. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking my content. Right. Because, because podcasters value audience more than they value money. Audience and attention and fame is more appreciated than getting paid. It's just, it's just the way the industry has been. So can, can, can we bend it? We can bend it. Todd can't bend it. I think it, it will be bent a little bit. I think towards, towards the bigger shows, they can. Well, they might be able to bend. I, and you know, it, I don't know. I just, ah, we did it wrong. We really, really did. <laughs> yeah, but really, really honestly, could, could we have done it any other way? Yes, we could sure have done it without, have. we could have done it without Spotify. We could have, we could have done it without Pandora. We could have done it with iHeart. If they don't have, guess what? If they don't have our content, what yeah, do they? Todd, we never had an organization no, no. that could I understand lobby that. on behalf of the industry. I understand that. But if they didn't have our content, if they didn't, then it'd be a whole different ball game. Right. But they do, and there's no turning back. Because we all, all of us, saw that shiny lure in the water with that logo spinning around with a hook on it. Now, I remember everybody clamoring to get on Spotify. And that's I your mean, guys' fault. That was our <laughs> fault? Yeah, you guys were first. You guys should have made some deal. Said, right? yep, yep, you can, yep, absolutely. You can have our content. But each of our each of our podcasters gets three dollars a month for every show, or five. Yeah, you can have our shows, but they're five bucks a piece a month. Three dollars a month a piece. Yeah, you can have. That's our an show. interesting thought. Oh, that's an interesting thought. But then, but then, what is Libsyn doing? They're brokering on our behalf. How dare they? So you would have lost, that would not have been a win-win for you guys. No, but it's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But the thing is, you're not in, you were not in a position to be able to negotiate for those podcasters. You couldn't have done it legally. No, no. Th I, that's not, that's not part of our terms of service. That's right. Our, so you couldn't, you couldn't have done that. Right. But it is an interesting thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
especially if you have a proxy vote. You put a proxy vote to, out to all your audience members. Say, listen, we know you love being over here. We think your content is worth this much per month. Why don't you let us do a, a proxy approach to see if we can get you some money for your show on this network every month. And, but y your arrangement is if we don't get it, you have to come off. But would that have to be based on some sort of a, a, a download, um, uh, scale? I think it has so, to be valued on what the show size is. Uh, it can't be what the show does on their side. That's their, that's their job to promote it. it has to be what the show size is on your side, but it's, you can't put the horse back in the barn. So you're in a weaker, you're in a weaker negotiating position now because they're already over there and you're going to say, well, it's worth five bucks on this side. And, and they're going to come back and say, well, we think it's worth two. Or a dollar. Well, because I mean, we're showing on our platform that your show is only getting so many downloads. Right. So, so we're only willing to potentially pay a royalty based on the downloads that are available only on Spotify, mm -hmm. which is uh, the well, models that they're using for music. Right. 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 But the horse is out of the barn. You can't, it's like, can't go backwards now. What? Um, Hmm. Is that really true? Well, you, you, sure you could, really but you're going to not, you're not, you're not going to negotiate from a position of strength because, okay. So if you, if they'd have come to, so if we'd have been thinking five years ahead and known that they were going to do what they have done and said, this show's got 10,000 downloads a month, Apple podcasts, all these other apps. We're going to think that they're going to get 10% over on your platform. They're going to get an additional 500 downloads per month. That's going to make that show worth, this is speculation. This is pre, pre, pre the show's going over there. And you do the negotiation out. You, you basically say, okay, we're, we're essentially going to deliver you 5,000 shows and they're going to get a million downloads. And this is what it's going to, this is the value of that, that we're going to bring back to our content creators. And before they go on the platform, that's the deal you make. Now, future on deals where you're negotiating in year three, four to renew, they're already saying, hey, you're not delivering a million. You're only delivering 800,000. So we're not paying as much. So, but you, you've already missed that base. So now you're on there and they're only delivering 800,000. They're saying, well, you know, we can, we can, we, we, we'll give you, we'll give you, instead of giving you that dollar, we'll give you 50 cents. So, so maybe. So, well, well, Todd. I mean, if you think about music, if you use music as a as an analogy to podcasting, I I think it maps pretty well. Actually. I think it does too. And and who? What type of organizations are typically involved in that? Oh, it's there's RIAA, there's the right. ASCAP, BMI, there's all BMI. those, all right. of them. So I, I know Todd, that this, this conversation is, uh, is not going to be a popular one with the listening platforms. <laughs> uh, uh, you right. know, Hey, yeah. you know, you guys are offsetting your royalty payments to artists in millions of dollars right? on the backs of content that you've gotten for free. 
and charging a subscription to get access to it in many cases. Right? Well, you supposedly ad free. So, mm. of course, and you're, I know you're not running ads mo mostly against this content yet, because I think you already know in the back of your mind, the podcasters are going to get pissed off when you start running ads in between. And maybe, maybe the money you're saving on the royalties is going to be such that, you know, we don't never have to run ads against content, but somebody's going to get greedy. Someone's well, going to. Yeah, I agree. You're going to say, hey, we're well, let's double up. We're saving money for every song, for every minute. We're paying less royalties. So we can add to our bottom line. We can double up by running an ad there. And I'll, now I've really offset two minutes because I've made enough money on that one ad. So I've made two cents versus saving a cent. Or no, well, I've saved right. a cent. Well, that's I, a good yeah. analogy. Right. 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 So someone at some point, is going to say, hey, I've just spent all this money to acquire these two, three companies. So we have an obligation to the, to the, to the shareholders. So I, I, you can see where my brain's working, but you know, yes, we're not well, going to be popular with the, now, now give credit where credit's due. Pandora has thought about doing rev share but we haven't right. seen that yet well yeah we haven't seen that yet <laughs> yeah that's about all i'm going to say on that but um yeah i i think that uh um, you and i are going to have to wear bulletproof vests rob yeah well, well, I, you know if if it, if, if anything comes to change nothing's going to come to change because we're sitting here wishful thinking and they're just they're all well, laughing at us right now well you know and it would expose the fact that maybe they overspent on these acquisitions as well right is the fact that these acquisitions are so high in dollar they, they didn't dollar know, amounts it is, is because of this right they didn't overspend rob they underpaid well, it depends on how you look at it, Todd. <laughs> That's right. <They're, laughs> they may not want to do a royalty deal because of that, right? Uh, believe me, there is some some guy sitting in some room. You know those machines where he kicks out the ticker. There's some guy that is on a spreadsheet or, you know, has run 52 rolls of ticker tape through it and said, uh -huh. there's how we make money. <laughs> well, well, Todd, let's be clear. What we're talking about here doesn't impact our business. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And again, who do where? Okay. Well, it, it, it maybe does. It maybe doesn't at the same time, but well, um, we'll see what, what iHeart does. <laughs> right. But it could have an impact on shows, total listenership. Right. Right. But, For a period of time. But who's, who's, uh, how is your bread buttered over there, Rob? Doing, doing the right thing for podcasters. Uh, a which podcast? Mostly. All podcasters, indie podcasters. Mostly indie podcasts. But there's some, 
big company. Right. Of course. We know that. With you and with us. That's right. So, um, but the majority, I can almost say, well, I won't say, but I'll say that at least I know where the majority of my revenue comes from. And I'm going to be on, I'm going to be very much taking care of my indie podcast. The best of my ability. Yeah. And that's, that's what our charge is. And that's what we get paid for by the podcaster to, to do. And if you look at, um, you know, that's what you pay for. Yeah. Right. You pay for a platform that, that, that gets out of the way of the podcaster and looks out for the podcast. Gregory Riddle says, that's what you get with us. In the comment section, Greg says, Gregory Riddle says, local TV's epic must carry battles would indicate the horse hasn't left the barn. The issue is determining the value of the small shows to the server. That's exactly it. Yeah. Right. And I think we're at least worth the royalty of a Taylor Swift play. If someone is playing our show, they have made a direct action to do so. Whereas Taylor right. Swift is, is a matter of fact, we're more value because Taylor Swift is just in some playlist. We're not in a playlist. We are in a, oh, there's Todd and Rob click. Right. It's a much more it, intentional connection. So right. we are at least worth as much as Taylor Swift. Yeah, because a lot of the playback of music on these platforms is random playlists. Taylor Swift doesn't right. come out with two new podcast episodes every week. She comes out with, she gets a hit here or there right. that obviously gets millions and millions of plays. Right. Where is the user engagement stronger? It's with podcasts. Absolutely. On a, on a per listener, per program or content and, connection. And right? Taylor Swift's song stronger. lasts, what, what's, a, what's a single last? No more than five minutes? Three and a half to four minutes. Three and a half to four minutes. So this show is essentially replacing, if someone listens <clears throat> to this show on, on Spotify, we have saved them paying artists 18 25 times. 25 different artists. Yeah, right. we, we've, if they're a five-minute song, which they're not all are, we have saved eight, them yeah. 18 18 potential whatever that play amount is right on 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 one program so what is right. so our value is it, is more proportional oh, to the length look as at a factor look, of audience look right? at the money we just saved them by someone listening to us for 90 minutes right this is this is the factor they just think oh i you know they pay Taylor Swift. Now, maybe they play Taylor Swift twice in an hour, but yeah. they play Todd and Rob for 90 minutes straight. Every week. Twice a week. Well, twice a week now. Yeah, yeah three right. hours. Right. And they don't have to pay three hours of royalties because someone listened to us on Spotify. Now, not many do. Right, because okay. we don't match right. the demographic. But if we platform, did, think right. about the money. Look at, we should be a, of income incredible value we should be we should be we should be like 10 cents a listener mm-hmm. yeah. and and multiply that out on cpm and they're still saving money they're still saving money so todd what's your 
what's your recommendation on how to proceed and make this happen? Until the podcasters, you have any thoughts on that? until the podcasters all raise hell and say we're leaving, it means nothing. Unless, unless you over there at the podcast academy can uh, get your collective heads together and say, "Is this what we need to do? Is this is this an agenda?" And over the next three years, we work towards getting some sort of system in place. Because this is not going to happen next week. This is a three to five year battle. I'm just, yeah. I think it might have to be done by a, by a different organization. Well, then. Hey, RIAA, you want to talk? Hey, BMI. I, I, I'm not a fan of ASCAP, BMI, and RIAA. But maybe. Maybe it's time to talk to them. Oh, my God. Getting in bed with the. <laughs> Get in bed with the enemy. <laughs> well, Greg, Greg just fell out of his chair. And so well, did Doug. His frenemies, right? Right. You guys just fell out of the chair. Right. You know, what do you guys think of that? Nice. Uh, that, that just, that just kind of popped in there. Really? It just did. I'm thinking, huh? Well, you know, but let's be frank. Those, those organizations are not friends for the artists. They don't take care of the artists. They, right. they have, they've screwed the artists and the rights right. holders. They have not done a good job protecting them. So, mm-hmm. you know, they are the enemy too. They're the enemy of the artists. Right. <laughs> so what we're talking about here is something completely different than that in some ways. So not really. I mean, I mean, it almost feels like a separate organization that yeah. that's it's charged, right? So you basically <laughs> get a Greg goes ding a, ding ding ding. Get a, get a group of attorneys together, right? Oh Cop- no, oh my god. Copyright attorneys, right? Yeah, they'll and, they'll be the ones that are driving the Lamborghinis, not us. <laughs> well, but you gotta have legal horsepower behind you to get it done, I think. Yeah, you do. That's the thing. Right. So um, and you got to have, you know, uh, you know, the ability to drop the hammer too, <laughs> man, right. we are, we, we, Hey, you know what, Rob, I know a place to get bulletproof jacket. So <laughs> we're, we're starting a revolution, Todd. Is that what you're telling me? Well, no, it's, you know, you, you know, this, we, we, we have to be careful because you're, you know, you are. You are, we, we are talking, um, a revolution, my friend. And, and when you're talking revolution, you become enemies of the state and you know, that, that could end badly for both of us. (laughs) (laughs) What state are we talking about here? We're we're talking about the, these companies. And I don't know if anybody from Spotify listens to this show. I have no clue. I don't either. <laughs> I'm sure they'll they'll hear about it. I'm sure that James Cridlin's <laughs> going to write an article about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, hmm. you know, it's 
yeah. again, um, what have we said? It just goes, it goes back to, okay, so yeah. we, saw, we saw this announcement today on Megaphone. They're going to do attribution for everything they do. Yeah. yeah, I saw that, yeah. Attribution. They're going to do attribution for every campaign they do. Hmm. Well, um, hmm. that's an interesting conversation if you reflect on it uh, based on the IAB call we had today. <laughs> I don't know if you want to mention anything about that call today, but. No, I don't think I do. Okay. Because it's still too early. We are, we are going through the IAB version two spec and there's stuff that's being clarified and we're talking yes. about ramp some ramifications of some stuff going on with technology and it has uh, nothing to do with podcasting this says no this is the fabric of the internet stuff that's right going to have an impact here right uh on, and on how things are counted and i just fear todd and i like you say i just don't want to go into it too far but uh I just fear that the intention of that technological change um, is going to have a blowback impact that was unintentional. So, anyway. Just for the record, I can't say it because if I do, I'm going to reveal what we were talking about. I'm just saying right. there were some of us a couple of years ago that questioned the validity of providing a specific metric. That's all I'll say. And that, that rooster's coming home to roost. And the whole discussion of what a listen is versus a download too, right? Those I think, I think that's easier. Things. That's, I think we're pretty clear on that. I don't think there's any disagreement with the group on that. I think that data, I think those data points are being clarified and I'm, right. I'm all in. Right. And it needed to be tweaked. Right. It's the other stuff. So, yeah, but this attribute, well, let's go back to this attribution thing. Yeah. You know, I, I did make a comment somewhere. Let me make sure. Where was that comment made? Oh, yeah, but if you're going to do attribution, I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll leave it at this. If you're going to be a pod, if you're a podcaster, and you're going to participate in an attribution campaign, I'm, I'm begging of you to, to read the agreement that your provider has on attribution and what they do with that data. In other right. words, what do they do? They're going to collect your listener IP data, and they're going to match that up with an IP of your listener going to the advertiser's website. That data is going to be crossed and they're looking for a match. Right. And when they get a match, okay, you have attribution that your listener went to the website to react it to your deal. That's attribution. Right. What is done with that data by the advertiser or the person doing the attribution? You need to ask the question, what are you doing with my data? Do you destroy right. it? Do you sell it? Do you share it? Do you reuse it in another campaign? Is it used by the advertiser then to cross-connect 
them to your listeners to other products, you need to ask those questions. And if those questions are all no, you're good to go. And I would get that in writing. Mm. I just worry, Todd, that the 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 horse has left the building on this on attribution. Well, just no the I, IP track. Well, I'm I love data. I don't mind attribution. My, my position has shifted a little bit. I don't mind attribution so long as I know exactly what that, how that data is being used and how it's being destroyed and how it's not being retained after the attribution event happens. Right. Retention right. data, cross-sharing, selling, all that. If you're just going to attribute my listener to a sale, and say, thank you very much. We had great performance. Let's go another round on advertising. And we throw the information away and we don't use that for retargeting it. Keyword is retargeting. Anywhere else, I'm good. You retarget my audience. I got an issue with that. Because no longer, am I, okay, number one, retargeting no longer. I'm not, I'm not getting paid again. Right. And now you're using my listener data for something else. Right. So, so just going to make money from that in a different sale opportunity. So that isn't linked up with your show. And I don't necessarily, if they're going to pay me, I'm still not going to want them to do that, but it was just, you know, incidental, but I want them to, I don't want that data being sold. Now, if my listener is able to opt in and say, yep, go ahead and sell it good i'm good my listener says go ahead and share it i'm good but they can't yeah well todd this is also another one of those areas of value value that these big platforms are looking at as you look to the future these attribution aspects can be more fully deployed on these closed platforms right and uh, you, and, right. and you have to be guaranteed that the attribution platform is not taking your data and rolling it up into theirs. Well, I think it's fairly safe to say they're going to do that. Well, it depends on how the agreement's written. Right. <laughs> there's, just, there's just so much motivation to, to, to do that. Let's I mean, put unless it, it's explicitly illegal to do. Let's put it this way. I have but it's not. I have presented, I won't say who, I have presented. Once you click OK, right, right. in the app to, to accept tracking. Right, that's, that's different. That opens the box. Right, it does. That's the key that opens the box. Yeah, but I, I, I have uh, asked for specific terms on stuff, and I'm still waiting. Oh, we're not going to agree to those terms. No way. That's right. too complicated. Oh, no. We're not doing that, but we're not going to agree to those terms. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It makes me a very unpopular person yeah. when I talk about this. Right. I'm serious. I'm serious. People, they talk about this in their boardrooms. 
talk about oh, me talking about this on this show. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a, uh, a well-worn, uh, path for, for both of our companies. Uh, Lipson is, you know, they're as strong on this topic as anybody in the industry. So, yeah. And when I hear from other people that they're talking about me in their boardrooms, right. Then I'm such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're telling podcasters. It's it's not what they want to hear. No, because we're telling podcasters what to ask. Right. (laughs) We're informing just like we actually, this whole episode is about kind of hopefully opening some eyes in the podcast community about what's going on. Uh, and we have some choices to make. You know, when you're called and I'm sorry, I'm being explicit, but you know, when you're being when you're being called that, that you have pushed them, but right. Well, this model is what's called, Todd. you're, you're kicking their business model in the butt. All I want's an agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, right. I should go in the attribution business, Rob, because I would provide that kind of an agreement. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Let me write that down. <laughs> so. Anyway, we've, we've definitely, um, gone off the deep end on this show today. (laughs) Um, so there's a lot of other news going on in this. There is. Yeah. So, oh boy, probably none bigger than that, but. And boy, we definitely, we definitely went down some rabbit holes there, didn't we? And my blood pressure went up a little bit. I would like to, (laughs) to find out what's what's going on with the music licensing stuff too. So if, well, the, if the, we're making any progress on that, the two guys that can answer that are, we're in the chat room. So, right. Don't know if they're still there. Numbers are dropped a little bit. Some people got uncomfortable. It, it, oh, it, really? Yeah. Someone got on when people leave, that's because they got mad. So not because <laughs> they were intrigued. So <laughs> we're, not, we're not making friends. today. So some, someone that was listening was like, trying to figure out how to get my internet shut off well i think that there is clearly <laughs> two sides to this topic right hey. there's you know there's the indie side and there's the the big podcast side and you know i think the big podcast side is probably safe but you know the vast majority of podcasts i i think are this is really what we're talking about here so greg says best episode this year kudos greg did you listen to two episodes ago yeah. Right. <laughs> did you listen or to Adam? Did you listen to yeah, Adam right. Curry's interview? Right. We've had three knockout, three knockout interviews <laughs> or, right. in, or shows. Or shows about very important topics, right? <laughs> that yeah. that you and I are the old curmudgeons, and we're sitting here talking about this, and <sighs> nobody else wants to talk about this. Shut up, Bob. Shut up, Bob. Right. I don't actually get anybody telling me that. <laughs> well, here's what's going to happen. We want to acquire your company, but you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> you 
can't do that podcast. Point, point at me. Uh, you you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Eileen or, said maybe they had kids in the room. Yes, we went explicit there for a second. Right, we did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're at the cutting edge of stuff, tend to <laughs> to bleed a little bit, right? So that's 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 not the first time this has happened to us. No, and it's usually instigated by me a little bit. No, but uh, you know. You, you, I, I, someday, someday, I'm going to be able to write a book, or, or do a pod. I mean, like a, re- a podcast, a pod, a real podcast with all the dirt, all the dirt. <laughs> yes, a lot of people so, are going to have to die first, though. <laughs> God knows where all the bodies are buried. Oh, you. you, you no, uh, no, 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 no. That's wrong. You know where all the bodies are buried. Don't let it. Hey, you folks listening, don't, 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 uh, don't let him try to pull that one. No, no. Look how many companies he's worked for. Come on now. Come on. I worked for one. I built one. You, you worked for everybody. You know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> I wouldn't say I work for everybody, but um, I certainly know know everybody. So. You don't even try because right. I know stuff that I can't talk about on this show that, you know, so, so stop. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> I won't, but don't even try. Rob is the one yeah. that knows where all the dead bodies are buried. Mm, okay. <laughs> right. In mm. more ways than one. Oh, if you, oh I, I could so smoke you right here. <laughs> <laughs> But then I would have broken like 20 NDAs myself. So, uh, yeah, that's the problem. Right? <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> oh, there's, my God. There's, there's too many NDAs out there to keep track of. Actually, oh, my God. Yeah. And then I get to thinking about something. Can I talk about that? Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then sometimes it turns into I can't no more. <laughs> well, I think we try and walk a, you know, a fine line on this stuff. So yeah, and you, know, to, you know, yeah. everyone, we, Rob and I are having fun and we, we play around with this stuff, but I, I, I can't speak for Rob, but we seriously worry about, we, we joke about this a little bit, but you know, this is something that's like, when I'm in, when, when I have my private time, this, you know, I'm in the shower, this is, this is the stuff I think about this. Yeah, that's a sickness. It is. It really is the stuff I think about. It keeps me up at night. Well, I think if you're living in the world that we live in from our, our vantage point and where we've come from and what we've seen and, and, you know, to some degree, even, you know, my particular position in the industry is kind of even a little bit more unique than Todd in some ways. Um, we see things that many others don't see. And I think, um, and I think we both feel like we have an obligation to talk about these things more than I think many others, because we are seeing it a little bit more from a 30,000 or 60,000 foot view of what's happening in the industry. A lot of folks that work for these companies, they really can't um, talk about this stuff. Right. So there's some perspective here. That's important though. 
right. and I can only speak for myself. I, I grew up on a dirt road. I grew up a country boy. My father had a construction company. Right. I, I plowed fields, raised animals, joined the Navy, got an education. And I'm, you know, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. saw stuff a lot of people didn't see and, and came up with a lot of different perspective and then got lucky and landed in the podcasting space just by pure mm-hmm. faith. Right. But it, in the end, you know, I, I attribute a lot of the things I see what's going on in the podcasting space to one incident that happened to me when I went to Manhattan to talk to media buyers the first time. We didn't have, Blueberry had no money. We were making a little money. With enough money to pay for me for an airline ticket to go to um to to New York, spend four or five days in New York, go meet the media buyers, make the rounds, bring them chocolate macadamia nuts, and I had a J.C. Penny ninety nine dollar suit, and we were repping maybe four or five hundred podcasters at the time, and I went into a media buyer's place and pitched them, and as I'm leaving, the media buyer boss walked me out. And she, she grabbed my shirt or grabbed my suit back by the suit and mm-hmm. she stopped me and she, and I stopped and turned around and looked at her. She says, don't you ever come into my office with a $99 suit ever again. Now that at that point made me go, oh, you value what I wear more then you value what I presented to you and I'm not going to get your respect to be able to get your ad dollars until I come in with a thousand dollar suit. So I went and bought a thousand dollar suit. Right. Did it make a difference? Didn't make a damn bit of difference, but just that attitude. And I just got to thinking, and this is why I've said over the years, the suits is where you have to watch out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a content creator at heart. And I just care about podcasting. You do too. We both have, I've dedicated 15 years of my life to this medium and trying to make products and services and help podcasters succeed. So I take this pretty personal. Yeah. And there's always this regular flow of things that uh, the industry needs to, you know, think about, you know, as they think about the future. I thought it was interesting um, talking about Spotify a little bit that uh, one of the, the analysts that analyze, you know, investments in public companies came out with a underperform rating for Spotify. Um, after the Joe Rogan deal. Well, um, someone said that Joe Rogan's deal might be illegal. Someone had popped some article on that too. Oh, I think it was, uh, uh, Michael or, um, uh, uh, Robertson. I haven't read uh, that yet. So I don't even know what he the- was the founder of the mp3.com website back in the, back in the, the mid two thousands. Um, mm. but anyway, he was saying that there's a clause that can't um you can't license music content or 
for more than some percentage or something, some dollar amount or something like that. Oh no, duration of time. Mm. I think is what it was. You can't license something for more than twelve months or something like that. Well, that's. Uh, I think it's different than music. Hey, I want right. to go back. There was a comment. Greg says Adam's episode good too. He goes on and we're still working with the rights holders and trusting podcaster, podcasters will respond once right holder deals are finalized. He says, I become a pod in the rights holders boardrooms, but it's going to happen. So <clears throat> okay, we'll see. And Greg guy, you know, we're, I know you've invested a lot of money in this lawyers and beating the path. Yeah. And we appreciate what you're doing out there too. So, so, so if you guys haven't figured it out yet on this show today, the big money's here. The big money's here. And those, those big players are gambling some big dollars on this. I mean, for, for companies to spend that kind of money on something is, you know, we have to, we have to really think about, you know why they're doing that but on the opposite token fair warning they spend that kind of money they will dump it in a new york minute if it becomes a anchor dog right and then things change or they could dump it because some of their other businesses maybe aren't doing as well that they value more just to get them through. And I, th- I believe that was the case with scripts. I don't know that it's fair to say that scripts didn't value what they had. Uh, I just think they value the other properties that they had a little more and saw it as a way to shore up their, their financial statements. Greg says, by the way, the services you've been talking about are not on the sideline. What that? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should the do services. A, maybe we should What's do. Uh, well, we've been talking. Who've we been talking about? We've been talking about the big, big boys, iHeart right. and Sirius and all those. No, I don't think we've said that they're on the sidelines no. of anything. They're they're up front center, you know, <laughs> of what's what's happening in the medium right now, uh, as far as where where the big dollars are. Right. I mean. I think that the the other big action area is the amount of content that's being produced, but I I think that's going to start to s- slow down. I I don't, and I think it already. Well, I we'll think June was still still pretty big, wasn't it? Big, it's the biggest. Yeah. So, so we're, we're still going up. But right? we're in so July. It's warm, and everyone's out and getting exposed. <laughs> right, getting exposed. Yeah, that is a whole new meaning now, doesn't it, Todd? Going to the beach and getting exposed. And in saying that, I am potentially going to be largely out of any type of bandwidth uh, for about a week. I'm very much leaning toward going up north in northern Michigan, not quite to the UP, uh, specifically Cadillac, Michigan. And mm-hmm. there's a family cabin up there and spending a week. And there is uh, like a half a bar <laughs> of cell service at, at the cabin. And uh, 
uh, go up there and mow the grass and drink beer and smoke cigars maybe for a week. So I, I'm leaning towards that. So if that's the case, I'll, I'll let you know in advance, Rob. But there will be a show this Saturday. <laughs> mm. So, Todd, this, this, uh, this analyst with Spotify is basically saying that they, they just, he doesn't believe that it's likely Spotify will generate much earnings from podcasts is his comment. Hmm. I think that's an interesting comment coming from an analyst that's looking at the investment in Joe Rogan. But he also made a pretty bad call. I think there was an antidote in the news article that said he made a bad prediction on something else before too. So, Yeah, I'm not saying that these analysts are accurate or always correct. I think they're, they could be rather manipulative. Uh, it might be a, a, a nice way of saying it. Um, of trying to, you know, drive directions of their investments. <laughs> Maybe. What do I, you think? I almost forgot something. Keep talking. I have to grab an envelope. You it, do. Yeah. Okay. Take me just a second. All right. But, but yet at the same talking. time, the same analyst on, on Spotify is talking about how the, the stock price, the target for the stock price is going to go up. So, hmm. So that makes you go hmm, a little bit, right? So maybe on the earnings side, maybe podcasts aren't going to earn very much, but maybe, and he's not saying this, but maybe the cost savings is really uh, what's going on here um, is where they see the impact of podcasts, but they're not saying that. Else they wouldn't, I, I wouldn't believe that they would set their target price um, as high as they did. So we've got some fan mail and a sticker. We did. Yes. And uh, Caden is from St. Petersburg, Florida. She says, hey, Rob and Todd, here is a sticker from my podcast, Transcaster Radio. Thank you so much for doing the new media show. I enjoy tuning in each week and have enjoyed the twice a week with COVID going on. Look forward to continue to listen each week. Keep up the great work. Regards, Caden Taylor, and she sent us a sticker for her sticker board. And again, wow. the show is called Transcaster Radio. So, Caden, thank you for sending this. I'll send you a uh, new media show sticker package back and be safe down there in St. Petersburg. I don't think you guys are completely in the hot spot, but yeah, just be safe. Thanks for right. sending the, yeah. s- sending yeah, the sticker. You. That's always great to get that stuff in the mail. From listeners and our mailing address is on the new media show.com website. Send us, you don't even have to send us a note, just send us a sticker and we'll send you a sticker package back. I'll even throw some geek new central stickers in. And if you want to see one of these cool bad boys, this is, this is what they look like. So yep. you can have one for your laptop. Now here's another one. That's one we send. Here's one we send. So anyway, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted and I was exhausted before we started, started the show today, Rob. I know. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty, that's a pretty heavy topic to talk about. Um, and I am going to be doing another Q and I webinar for the podcast Academy on, um, on Friday at 6 PM Eastern. So if you wanted to, I am, that. I am a little disappointed. Okay. So those of you listening to this show, what are you doing? 
because this show alone, we should be able to drive 500 applications to, if, if 10, 10 or 5% of you, depending on the show, go over to the Podcast Academy, we, sh- we should easily get 500 people to sign up for the Podcast Academy and 50 bucks. So I'm, I, I, I'm not going to ask Rob to beg, but I'm just telling you, if you haven't signed up for the Podcast Academy, I'm, I'm going to put one on you. You need to go do that today. Thepodcastacademy.com. Using I, Rob and I's names as references. Right. Right. That's all you have to do. I mean, and, if you want to use my email address, um, you know, it can be robg at lipson.com or you can use Rob dot greenly at gmail.com and just just add it to the application and so please go out there and get get your membership because i heard and and i'm why 200 that's it that's how people signed up is 200 so far i mean it was really a soft launch Todd. i mean it wasn't a big it's not like we've done a marketing campaign yet this show we should be able to drive 500 right easy agreed easy agreed Agreed. so it's just a matter of driving well what's what's the value to the podcaster why why should a podcaster join the academy and that's that's what i have to do a better job of of selling is you know where's where's the value so and that's why why we're doing the webinar is to ask you know to answer those questions and you know and to your point rob i did guess by a couple of members of my team what what was the value so, and that was unsolicited because I encouraged my team members to go sign up and they basically said, yeah, right. what's, what's the value? So, right. so I think well, you're probably onto something. Well, just, just think about what, what is potential with this organization. You know, the podcasting doesn't have an industry kind of organization around it yet. This is the first, this is kind of the, the beginnings of something that could evolve into it. And I believe that the board is open to going in a lot of different directions with this. It's not uh, a locked in thing. And if there's, you know, I, I think the membership can drive what this organization does. I'm, I'm listening. I'm getting feedback from people all over the industry. I frankly, all over the world about what they would like to see in this organization. But, um, you know, we're listening and we want to do what people want. So, um, you know, I'm all open ears and, and I'm, I have my, my particular agenda. Like Todd's always said, we, we have an agenda here, but it's, it's, you know, my agenda is to look out for the content side. Um, you know, at the end of the day, that's what this organization is really about. And just as a disclosure here, so someone doesn't come back later and say, eh, 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 uh, the Academy has talked to me about the podcast award. And right. doing something in conjunction. Just, I, I want to put that out there right now. So there is, right. so just so everyone knows. So, you know, three months from now, you're promoting the podcast academy. And then you start working with them on the award. I, I don't want to hear it. I've talked to them. Talk. That's right. it. Right. So. Right. And, and that's part of w- what I'm bringing to the, the academy is trying to bring various elements of this community together into being a representative organization of the industry itself and the direction that we take that is, you know, it's what we want to make of it right now. Um, I think we're very close to coming up with a, 
with a new name of the uh, the awards. Um, so that's going to be announced. It's going to be a pretty uncontroversial name is my speculation. So it should go smoothly and it's going to be easily, um, branded as something that the industry, um, owns and can be proud of. So I'm, I'm optimistic about it. I had a few ideas of what I wanted to do with it, but you know, this is, this is a democratic organization too. We're all putting in our ideas and, and just like all, all the members of this organization are going to be, you know, tasked with giving us their ideas and what, what I want to hear, um, is feedback. Make sure you go about out and buy all the domains associated with the awards name as soon as you can. If they're available. Right. Don't, oh, yeah. don't let that leak. <laughs> and it's also a trademark issue too. So oh, yeah. we're, we're doing all that stuff as well. So, so I would on contingency right. buy the domains now because yeah, right. it, someone's going to whisper it and someone's going to go buy the domain. So I would buy them on contingency regardless. Right, right. Because so. even my team says something, I'm like, hmm, I'm go check that domain in 849 and I buy it. Just think I've got dozens of those that we've thrown away over the years. But Yeah, but, yeah, but if you have questions about the organization, um, this webinar on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern is going to include you know myself and Michelle Cobb, who's the executive director of the podcast Academy. And we're, we're there to, to take your questions and to take your feedback too, on what you would like to see the organization take on. Um, I would like it to be a, a kind of like a standards organization around coming up with, um, you know, best practices around advertising, best practices around RSS syndication type things trying to bring the industry together and come up with ways that we can move this industry forward in a positive way. Um, you know, some of the topics that we talked about earlier today, maybe a little bit outside of the scope of what the Academy should really take on. Um, it, cause it, it's rather adversarial to <laughs> par- parties in the industry. So I don't really want to have the Academy, you know, go down that direction. I think what we want the Academy to be is an inclusive organization. So we have really lit some fires today. Right. <laughs> and well, uh, I would. That's what we do on this show. I so. would encourage you, if you have something private to say, you can send us an email and we will keep that in confidence. Right. If you have something to say that you want us to read on the show, we'll do that as well. If you want to uh, chew us out and yell at us, that's fine as well. And we definitely want to mm-hmm. hear from you. That's. Uh, and believe right. me, uh, we'll read all of it. <laughs> right. And uh, so you can reach me, uh, Todd, at blueberry.com. I'm at, at Geek News on Twitter. Of course, you can find me on Facebook. Um, right. Rob? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee. Um, and um, the Podcast Academy has a Twitter account, too. It's at T Podcast Academy, at the letter T Podcast Academy. And, uh, you can definitely make comments in there too. And those are all feedback places too. And, and, but yeah, Todd, we're, we're here to to talk about things that, you know, that a lot of people, you know, maybe think about, but don't really publicly put out there and, you know, please let us know what you think. I and, mean, and if you're hearing anybody talk about this on any other shows, podcast type shows, please let <coughs> us know because. I don't think anyone's really, you had an incident this week, Rob. So maybe, you know, where someone was 
heard us talking and that kind of sparked the conversation or maybe people are thinking about this and not want to say it, but you know, if you hear the people talking about this and it has some strong opinions, we want to talk to them too. We'd love to have some other people on and just, you know, and give us their feedback. Um, I kind of know where we're, at least I have an opinion on where this is going to go. And well, then, that's, that's <clears throat> supposedly the purpose of our Wednesday show was to, was to get our audience to dial in and talk to us about stuff. So maybe that's what we focus on next Wednesday. All right. Sounds like a plan. So if you want to be here and you want to sound off, we'll have the dial in line. Of it, uh, if I'm here, Rob. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If, so if you are here, yep, so okay. we'll let you know. All right, everybody. Well, whew, I need a shower. Yeah. I'm actually sweating in here. Of course, it's 103 in a shade outside and I got the AC cranked up. It's not keeping up, but I think I got yeah. a little hot under the collar anyway. Yes, we did. <laughs> there was a lot of news that we did talk about that. That's for sure. But, but I think what we talked about was important. Yeah. So, uh, uh, James Cridlin, have fun with this one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, I should probably invite James on at some point. In. Yeah, and so. it's and it wouldn't be yeah, you know, it's if the this time of day that we do the show wouldn't be too bad for him. So it might be a little early, but he might get up and talk to us. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh everyone, thanks. Uh again, we'll be back here Saturday at noon Eastern for the new media show. Uh maybe we can op- even open up this coming Saturday, depending on what we going on. Let us know what you right. think about the Adam Curry interview. Uh, hear some feedback on that. Had an absolute wonderful time with him. Uh, I think I yeah. actually was getting a little high from the smoke blowing through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see why Todd, uh, why why Adam was kind of in the shadows. That, if you know no, what I'm saying? For sure, he's creating his own. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a fog, I think. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. But I yes. think that was his bait. So anyway, I'm teasing, but already when, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the new show. Thanks for being part of our group. And uh, yeah, thanks for the comments on Facebook as well. Everyone take care. Yeah. Thank you.